Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Washington football team nation, what is going on? Seven and nine, your Washington football team, NFC champs. Todd, how you feeling? <laughs> I am just completely blown, just completely blown away, Tate. Just, I mean, look, we can talk about seven and nine, talk about asterisks, we can talk about the NFC East, but at the end of the day, they want it. I mean, I mean, they want it. Like, there's no excuses. This was a terrible team last year. Horrible team last year. Doesn't matter how bad the division was. Terrible team last year. Everything that they went through in the offseason, COVID, new staff, new players, new every to win it, man, that's that's really something. And and when I think about it, the thing that really, really makes me happy about it is that these young players like Chase Young, who worked so hard, like Terry McLaurin worked so hard, you know, guys like Cameron Curl, Montez Sweat, you know, guys who haven't been here long. I'm happy for guys like Ryan Kerrigan, who have been here for a while, but the John Allens and the Deron Paynes, who have worked hard for, for years now, but have never reaped any benefits from it. So to, for them to be able to in that, be in that locker room, dancing, celebrating, you know, have something to really be happy about, and I love that. I'm, I'm super happy, super excited for them. And I mean, you know, there's clearly work to be done. You know, you're getting in at seven and nine. The next team with the lowest record is 10 and six. So, you know, you, you are by far an underdog. I think seven and a half or eight point, eight and a half point underdog, but, but I'm happy for these players. I'm happy for Ron. And I remember when Ron was hired, well, not even when he was hired, probably around July, just with just, you know, the, the impact you could feel he was making. I just remember I was telling my wife, I said, babe, all of this is great. I love all of this. Now, the only thing he has to do is win, obviously, obviously that's, but in this case, it's like, you can do everything before the season, but if the season comes and if they go one and 15, you know, it's going to be tough to sell people on it. Mm-hmm. So having the positivity, even of a seven and nine division champion, you know, it's good. It's good for Ron. It's good for what he's trying to build for the players and for the fans. And so, I mean, now you just have to, regardless of what happens in the playoffs, because I think there's probably low expectations of a Super Bowl, right? <laughs> regardless of what happens, you just gotta, you just gotta build on it uh, going into next year. Now, how how are you feeling? When I said no Super Bowl, you kind of, uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, obviously, I, I don't think Super Bowl, but with the way this year is going. I just I really believe that if we can get some good quarterback play in the playoffs, whether it's Alex, you know, getting some extra rest, this I don't know what it is. Um, <laughs> the way this defense is playing, man. I mean, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm, like I said, I'm not <laughs> expecting Super Bowl, but I look back at the situation where 
in Carolina, Ron was seven, eight, one. Okay. Um, am I mistaken? Jack Dorios won a Super Bowl or came close? With the Broncos? Or he came the year after? You mean he's been on a staff for a Super Bowl? I'm, Super Bowl staff? I feel like he has. I'm going to check real quick. Okay. Uh, Ron, he's been at a, he's been to a Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> he's been seven, eight, and one, and won out game in the first round. Um, he's played against Brady in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. this is probably the best defense he's had. Maybe I mean that that, that Panthers defense was really good, but as far as D line wise, I mean. My thing is, you know, we have nothing to lose, which is a good spot to be in. Um, we've already exceeded expectations, but I just think <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I, I really, I, I really don't know because it seemed because it seemed like the teams that we're supposed to beat, we play terrible in a sense sometimes. But the teams that we're supposed to lose to, it's like we do play down really, to their really, opponent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, and it's so uh, Del Rio was with the Broncos when they lost to the Seahawks in the Super Bowl. What he was, he's, yeah, he's been there. And um, also, I think 2001 with the Ravens, he was a linebackers coach Super Bowl where they won. You that see one. what I'm saying? And then you got to think that whole Panther staff that's come with him is bringing experience as well. So. So you're that's saying they've been there, so they know how to get. <laughs> I mean, it does play a factor. I mean. It, it, it will all come down to quarterback play. I mean, you look at, like, the Eagles with Nick Foles when they won. They didn't win because Nick Foles was was a great quarterback. They won because he played like he was a great quarterback. Yep. You know, yep. and I mean, <laughs> so you would just have to, at this point, really hope that an Alex Smith or a Taylor Heineke or a Steven Montes. <laughs> I, think, I, think if you, I think if you had a healthy Alex, I think you could do some damage. I'm not even going to lie to you. I think, yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree. Uh, an Alex that we saw yesterday, it's, it's yeah. a tougher sell. Yeah. You know, an Alex we saw when he, you know, first started coming in, you know, maybe a Lions, a Detroit Lions, Alex, something like mm-hmm. that, you know. I mean, but, you know, I don't. Now, like my, they, theory is, mm-hmm. my theory is what if, just what if, hypothetically, what if they had intentions on start Heine, starting Heineke first round of the playoffs, but they wanted to give him an extra week to learn the offense. Mm. So that's why they went with Alex against the... And, I, and they went with Alex. I mean... It can would you just def- imagine, like, can you imagine, like, just catch everybody off? I mean, you're not, you're already not expected to win the game. Right, right, right. Bucks have no no tape on them. No. The, mo- the, mo- <laughs> the, 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 one of the big things, one of the biggest things is the mobility factor because Alex is is immobile. He is immobilized, right? right? Like he cannot move yeah. at all, really. Yeah. And so that's the problem because you know he's got to get the ball out of his hands quick. Mm-hmm. Also, sometimes he tries to move when he can't mm-hmm. and when he shouldn't. And then yeah. so when you talk about Heineke and there's a third and a whatever, maybe, and he can step up and run for it, that's a big factor. I was mm-hmm. I was watching I was watching the uh, sorry cut you off. I was watching no, the, yeah. um, the Falcons first game on the road yeah they were at home Falcons were at home Tampa mm-hmm. was on the road Matt Ryan he's not known as being a uh, as a scrambler he was running he oh, was really? running and he was getting first downs if you go back and look at uh-huh. it he was getting first downs with his legs 
And that, that just shows me that this defense, this Tampa, I know we're not trying to get too far ahead, you know, right, into right. our game preview, but this, this Tampa's defense is vulnerable to the, to the quarterback that can somewhat move out of the pocket. Yeah. And um, I saw that and I was like, wow. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if, if you can get a quarterback in there this week, possibly that can, if, if Alice can move, I think, I think it's going to be interesting for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's going to come down to quarterback also against Tampa. And this is to not to get too far ahead again, just yeah. the last thing I'll say, but I, they're number one against the run in the NFL. So wow, yeah. a lot of it's going to be in the hands of the quarterback, you know? <laughs> so, but let's, let's, let's talk about this team, I guess that, that now that the regular season is over and you can look back at the season, you know, the season that some of these guys had, you want to let's like, what? let's talk about Ron Rivera. Uh, how would you grade his his season? A plus. Okay. Okay. A plus. I think he handled everything well. I think, as far as distractions, he he handled them quickly, as opposed to ling- having them linger. Uh, particularly, I love the benching of Haskins the first go around. Um, I love the discipline of Geis Dunbar getting rid of those guys early. Trent Williams get rid of them early. Yeah. Before they start any problems, and then I like the cut. The wavering, the waving of uh, Haskins at the end of the season, um, thinking that all that he went through and battled, and still be able to make tough decisions without a GM, for the most part, I think he did a, a heck of a job this year. I mean, yeah. he, he's waited a lot. The name change, cancer, trying to turn, you know, implement character within integrity within the organization. I give him an A plus because he's making me a believer already. It's yeah, I would um, I'd go, I'd probably go with like an A. I mean, you look at you look at the potential games they had to win. And I mean, you're taking over this team, and how many games could they have really won? You know, like what was their max? You know, and you look at the games that they could have won, and then you look at you know lots of the reasons why they didn't win those games. And I mean, it was not a very good team. So I mean, to even get to seven wins, even if they didn't win the division, even if they got to seven wins, then they just got to seven wins. You know. That's in, that's in one year, in the, your first year. It's equivalent to what he did in Carolina. They were 2-14, and 14, they went to 6-10. and 3-13, and 13, got to 7-9. and nine. I mean, I you know, you look, yeah, like you said, you look back, you remember, first of all, I'll tell you, this feels like it was years ago, but you look back at the, the no timeouts, people were talking about that and not calling the timeouts at the end of the Cardinals game and the Browns game. And then you look at the fourth and whatever, fourth and goal, fourth and 13 in the Ravens game and, and then benching Haskins. And there's just so much, there's so much outcry and uproar about all these decisions that were being made. And I know you and I were sitting there like, I mean, I trust the guy, right? Yeah. I, I'm fine with it. I trust it. And to see the turnaround that the team was able to make, it's just big, man. It's, it's super meaningful. They were, they really were a product of the, coach on the field is what it felt like you know that the mentality they were not a team that 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 was getting blown out you had you had your first you had four games at the beginning of the year where offense wasn't doing a thing after that they're battling in every single game and i i yeah i think he really his mentality and you, you just look with the, the players talk about him and, and it's the the uh morgan moses said it's the positive energy from the coaches makes a big difference and you saw the video of all these players talking about ron rivera and just he's like he's clearly making a difference and from here it's just about him making the right decisions 
at two key spots. Key, key spots, Tay. It comes down to GM and it comes down to quarterback. If he nails those, Tay, if he nails them, then they're they're rolling here. I really think. Um, okay, let's let's talk. I think, uh, I think I think he's going to nail. I think them. he I will think. too. I I, th- I think he will. <laughs> you got to think. Even he said it in the beginning of the year. Well, it's it's proven that most Super Bowl champion coaches are retreads. They're not new coaches. Yeah, they're, right. They're Bill coaches, Belichick you know? got fired. People Carroll yeah. got fired. You know. Yep. Yeah. Reed, Andy Reid. Andy Reid. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. And what he said is he, he's learned a lot from that, and he's made adjustments. So that's that's why I think this playoff run is no fluke. I I, I think you got. I mean, I'm not saying we win Super Bowl, but yeah. no. I mean, I mean you look at this week. Mike Evans might be out. Um, Devin, Devin White. White. Yeah. You know some protocol. You know, and who knows what it'll, happens it'll be, the week after. Yeah, yeah. Who knows what happens the week after? Could be Seattle, and and honestly, between the two, I, I'm less scared of you know Seattle. Again, not that's what I'm saying. Point. I'm not scared. Of, I'm not scared of. <laughs> I'm not scared of uh, Seattle. Only team I'm really scared of really is. I mean, I'm a little scared of the Bucks because of Brady, but and the I mean, Packers. The thing is, like, even like the really tell you truthfully, let's be honest, because their wide receiver core is 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 bottom of the league. You know, mm-hmm. without Terry and, and Logan has really come along, and but. The only reason we we don't feel a ton of confidence is because of quarterback going to these games, exactly. right? I mean, if we even You're had right. Justin Herbert, we'd say, right. no, we can go with the best of them. It's You're it's right. all because of quarterback. So, I, I mean, I yeah. And so, I mean, it'll come down to how these quarterbacks play. If you love a good chicken sandwich, you have to go to Hot Chicken Kitchen in Woodbridge, Virginia. They are a minority-owned, veteran-owned small business, and they've brought Nashville-style hot chicken to the D.C. area. Their chicken sandwich is one of the best you'll ever have, and you can't get it anywhere else. Hot Chicken Kitchen in Woodbridge, Virginia. Look them up. Try it out. You won't regret it. Uh, let's, let's, I'm going to read off some stat lines for some of these guys on this team that are, are part of the future. Antonio Gibson, 206 touches, 1,042 yards, 11 touchdowns. Terry McLaurin, 87 receptions. I, I love that. Uh, uh, 1,118 yards, four touchdowns. Logan Thomas, 72 receptions, third most among Titans. 670 yards, six touchdowns. Chase Young, 44 total tackles, seven and a half sacks, four forced fumbles, one touchdown, 12 and a half tackles for loss. Montez Sweat, 45 tackles, nine sacks. Two forced fumbles, one interception, one touchdown, 14 tackles for loss. Cameron Curl, 88 tackles, nine, uh, uh, two sacks, five tackles for loss, three interceptions, three in the last four weeks, one touchdown. J.D. McKissick, 80 receptions, <laughs> 80 receptions, 589 yards, one touchdown. Steven Sims, 32 receptions, 477 yards, about 15-yard uh, average, a touchdown. Cole Holcomb, 72 total tackles, two and a half sacks, seven tackles for loss, one interception. It's just it's awesome to see these guys that are young, that are new, or that were brought in as cheap free agents come in and have become key contributors. I mean, mm-hmm. can we talk about that for a moment? Can we talk about J.D. McKissick, Logan Thomas, Wes Schweitzer, Cornelius Lucas? Uh, I mean, even Kevin Pierre-Lewis. Can we talk about those guys? I mean, that was without a GM. I don't know who was making those calls, right? I mean, uh, um, I don't know if that was Kyle. Kyle was on the, on the – he's more on the scouting side. I don't know if he took over both. I don't. I think he has his hand in both, but they made some really impressive moves, Tay. 
they added some key contributors, and you think that's yeah. going to be that for next year. And, and that's what gives you confidence because because Scott Turner, you know, told Ron or Ron knew Scott. Hey, this is what I'm doing. I need a running back to catch the ball. Hey, this guy Jaden McKissick, right? Hey, there's no we 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 don't want to pay Austin Hooper what 40, 45 million. Let's go get this guy Logan Thomas. See what he can do. Let's see if we can develop him. It's just it's I love it. It's that's the type <laughs> of stuff that gives you confidence that in the draft and free agency they'll get the guys they need to get. Yeah. Um, Logan Thomas is he a number one tight end? I think he is a I think he's a one and a half. Like I feel like you can I feel like Logan is a one with a with a really good two behind him. You know what I mean? Or really just two one and a halves to me. Okay. My next question. With a good quarterback, does he get a thousand yards? Uh, yeah, you he, know what? I think so. So is he so it's the number one tight end. I, I think mean, he's, I mean, at, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I I think so. I I mean, dude, like the touchdown he the caught catch. yesterday. Oh my you God. know what it took me back to immediately? Do you remember What's the that? do you remember the Cardinals game? You remember the Cardinals game when Dwayne threw it to him in the end zone, and it was oh, like, yeah. "Come on, you got to catch that, Logan. You, you're a big, tall guy." Now, look, I don't know. I mean, look, Dwayne was inaccurate, so I don't know. But that's what it took me back to. In week two, um, Logan Thomas is not making that catch. No, he has improved. Oof, my goodness, he really dude. has. And I mean, if he's improved, then you could you think he can continue to improve? And I mean, you like you still need to address the position because because after him, yeah. you're going to Jeremy Sprinkle, yeah. which means you don't have a tight end after Logan Thomas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's like I don't have to go out and pay somebody. Still, I can try yeah. to draft someone in Drafting, the third, yeah. fourth round. It's true. You know, I and if you and now if you did add someone like let's just say hypothetically, if you traded for someone, like if you added a Cameron Brait somehow or OJ Howard, OJ Howard is that from the Bucks, right? Those guys, OJ something, yeah. OJ Simpson. No, um, <laughs> if you added one of those guys, now I think you've got two solid tight ends. I would say I would say Logan is solid. Like he's yes. he's he's solid and he's consistent now catching the ball. Mm-hmm. I think he's been doing well. Uh let's talk about um let's talk about Cameron Curl, dude, because he is a he is a key cog for this team now. He is. Like he, I, they're gonna have to figure something out with Landon, but week one, 2021, either they're both on the field or, or Cameron Curl's on the field. That dude is so good, man. I mean, the he was covering Zach Ertz yesterday. One of the, yeah. a, a oh very goodness. good tight end. Oh, he is like he <laughs> he has impacted this team. Like seriously, I like all, no like no jokes. <laughs> and maybe Landon would have improved. I don't know. But if if Landon's still out there and Curl is not playing as much as he is, I don't know if they're having the same amount of success. I honestly don't know. I really yeah. don't know. Yeah. Curl has made an impact, meaningful impact. Yeah, Curl Curl is uh you know what's funny about the safety situ- uh, position for us is we've always tried to hit like with a top a second like a Sue Cravens, you know, second round pick right, or right. first round pick or you know like Laron Landry Sean to kind of get that, that I Sean mean, Taylor. Obviously Sean Taylor you know? was a hit but Laron Landry Yeah, but we always try to match a Sean Taylor. We always wanted right. ex- with expectations. Even Landon Collins coming here oh right right um i love sean taylor he's my favorite player so the expectations for him are exceedingly high yeah <laughs> right curl he i'm sure he knows i'm sure you're aware of uh of of sean taylor right but he's the fact that uh, you know he, he just wants to be his own person and yep. and that's what i love about curl is he just gave me that vibe of that vibe of like a um just a a low-key 
safety that's earning you know that's just he's, coming he's, up you know yeah, he, and he, i love that i love that about him yeah he he, he, he Ke- uh kaishan jarrett he kind of reminds me of yeah, that he's rookie yeah. year got hurt and who knows what the future would have hold held for him i mean i you know i'm off the top of my head i can't think of any really good safeties coming out the seventh round you know i, mm-hmm. I know they've they've happened but i'm I just, off the top of my head i'm not thinking about it now now how much credit but, how much credit does that go to Chris Harris Jr.? You know? And I mean, I think I think Chris Harris and Jack Del Rio also didn't put him <laughs> in positions where they, you know, knew he'd fail. I think they mm-hmm. said he's good at this, have him do this. Mm-hmm. Then Landon got hurt and said, Well, he did this well. Let's try to give him this. But then on top of that, as a whole, the defensive scheme has been simple and easy for people to understand. Simple doesn't mean bad. Simple yeah. means simple. Yeah. I'd rather be very, very good at three things than average at 10 things mm-hmm. and it, it, to me that's what the defense is now man i, I think next year they'll they'll add some more stuff next year because you get comfortable right right yeah i think they'll you know they'll amp it up mm-hmm. but i mean shoot they finished second overall that's in terms so of crazy. yards oh my goodness from 27th to second that's so crazy Talk about coaching i mean all like all jokes aside tate all jokes aside if if greg minuski was here with, Jack, with, with Ron Rivera still as the defensive coordinator with Chase Young, Cameron Curl, any of these guys, where do you think the defense ranks at the end of the year? Probably middle of the pack, closer to 20. Yeah, I'd say probably 20th. Mm-hmm. Probably giving up 25, 26 points a game. Mm-hmm. Coaching matters. Um, I love that Terry McLaurin got 87 receptions. I, I just – I love Missed two games, that. too. He did. He did. Wait, did he miss yeah. two or one? I think it was to uh, he missed Seattle, right? Or no, he played. He missed Carolina. Okay, so just Carolina. He missed one, I think. But really, two because he was a non-factor in one of those. He was. He was. Yeah, he San was Francisco a or in, uh, Pittsburgh. 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 He was. It was. It was actually two games in a row where he only had two catches in each. Yeah. So right. that's good. I mean, he had eighty-seven receptions and Tate. We had one of the like. I'm gonna put the numbers for quarterback. Actually, I may have them. How many yards did he have? He said a thousand. Eleven eighteen. Whoa. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Uh, here are the quarterback numbers for twenty twenty for Washington. All right. And this is four different quarterbacks who played. Three thousand seven hundred sixty-eight yards. Uh, sixteen touchdowns, sixteen interceptions, fifty sacks, six point two yards per attempt, sixty-four point eight completion percentage. Now, I just want you to know that on about 11 less attempts, Patrick Mahomes had 1,000 more yards, <laughs> had 38 touchdowns, six interceptions, like 22 sacks, averaged over eight yards an attempt, and averaged about 66 67% completion. So this is some really bad quarterbacking that's happening mm-hmm. where you're like over the course of a season. So for Terry McLaurin to come out and have 87 receptions over 1,000 yards, yeah. that's that's pretty big. Yeah. Um, so can we can we try to talk about what winning this division can mean? Because the flip side of going seven and nine and winning the division is, you know, having a high draft pick and going and getting a quarterback. And now either regardless of what the outcome was, that's what you had to do. If you did that, you know, we're going to get our quarterback. We expect to win next year. In this case, we won the division. Still expect to win next year, Tay, right? Not, ex- mm-hmm. not allowing a drop off, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But like, how does how does that just happen? Because we're talking about more of a a vibe or an energy than a player, right? They got Chase Young because they were bad, but 
get into the playoffs, the young team, you know, a Chase Young and Terry McLaurin, Antonio Gibson, how does that carry over into next year? Into making the playoffs again next year? I think it's huge because now they have a taste. I think now they have a hunger. So where they lose it, like, man, I want more of that. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I, I was, I was a big proponent of wanting a quarterback at two or three or possibly losing I mean, and were, getting they eight. Were, they were two and seven. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and I was a big proponent of that, but I think what's different as opposed to this year, as in previous years is how close we are without the quarterback. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree therefore, with that. therefore, the front office is going to do whatever it takes to get up, to get that quarterback. I agree. You know, agree. With, especially you combine that with the amount of cap space. And I think you do whatever you take to get up, to get fields, if that's your guy or get Wilson. And I don't think it'll hurt us. Okay. We lose a, we lose a first round pick next year. Okay. Well, we still got to pay pain. We still got to pay these other guys. So that can be replaced that, that payment for, that, you know, now that's a valid point. That's, and, that is and, a that's a solid point, you know. And and I was thinking about it last night. I'm like, man, you know, we're really really close, and I think Ron knows that. And I mentioned it before. That's why he wants a GM because this is going to be the biggest off season that we've had ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> I agree, Tay. I agree. My my thoughts on it would be some of what I said earlier of belief in what Ron Rivera and mm-hmm. what all, the whole staff is trying to do on the player side, the organization side, and on the, you know, the fan side, like the fan side doesn't necessarily affect the way the team performs, but in terms mm-hmm. of positivity and energy, mm-hmm. uh, but on the, but really on the player side, how it can affect is, I mean, they, they clearly trust and believe and, 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 and love Ron Rivera, but then to be able to, for him to be able to back up what he's been preaching with, this is the proof of it. Hey, we are in the playoffs. We are a better team to then go into 2021 hungry. Like you said, we did it last year, but that wasn't enough. We want more, mm-hmm. right? We've been there. We've we've gone through our lumps. We remember what it was like to stick through it and to get better. I think that stuff does matter. And I think and it's going to attract. I think it's going to attract a lot of free agents. I think that it, it definitely <laughs> makes it a more you know desirable destination. Mm-hmm. We went from like looking like I don't know Benghazi mm-hmm. to maybe like you know Dominican Republic, <laughs> Punta Cana <laughs> or something, you know. <laughs> Went from being a war zone to a tropical island. <laughs> um, and then, like you said, it feels uh, George Carm- Carmi, Carmi, George Carmi, George Carmi. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how his last name is pronounced, but he was kind of, you know, he tweeted out about Jay Gruden and, you know, he went seven and nine. I mean, nine and seven, seven, eight, one, seven and nine twice. And, you know, kind of just, I think, just asking the question of, you know, how, why does this feel different? And, I mean, aside from it being the first year for Ron Rivera coming off of a three and 13 year, remember Jay Gruden came off of three and 13 to go four and 12. Mm-hmm. Ron Rivera came off three and 13 to go seven and nine, win the division. Um, I think it's the fact that, you know, there was a lot of, it felt like failure after 2015 with Jay Gruden. After you went nine and seven, and then you went down to seven, eight and one, and then you went seven mm-hmm. and nine and seven and nine. It felt like failure each year. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're not looking for this year, but also, they had the quarterback, or so you thought, in Kirk Cousins. And this time, they're close. They've got a, a strong defense where you can add a yeah. couple more pieces. You're not going to lose a lot of guys on defense. You're going to add a couple more pieces. And then on yeah. offense, you can add a number of pieces. But more than anything, you can add a quarterback who, I, I mean, that's 
like I, I really think if they get a if they can get a top fifteen quarterback, then short of you know just crazy injuries or just crazy decline, then they're trending I'm upward. You, I'm telling you what, you get a quarterback. And everyone's young. You move up for Fields or Wilson without giving up. Oh man. Yeah, I mean, uh, even this, even this this is this is going to be scary because yeah. I, I automatically assume that Shaq Thompson, if he's a free agent, like I think he is, he's going to be he's going to be on the team next year. So we I'm need, sure he's we, need yeah. we need some speed at linebacker. Right. Other than that, get maybe get another safety. The rest you're spending on offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The receivers that are out there. Oh, there's there's you, plenty. Oh my plenty goodness. If you get if you get a quarterback. I don't care. I'll give up three first. I'll uh, yeah, three I'm with first. you. I'll, I'll do whatever it takes. I would, I'll, I would do whatever it takes. Because I mean, that's how close you are. That's how yeah, close you are. Because you have to. In the, and I, one thing, and I'm, this isn't a conversation we're having, but I'm not of the, I'm not of the stance that a rookie is, is not taking advantage of the window of opportunity for this defense. Because nowadays, the young guys who come in and are good are good immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, like they are. If you if they're not good immediately, then they haven't been that good. The ones who are good immediately have been the ones who are good have been good immediately, um, and so that's why I'm not worried about drafting a guy and saying it's going to take him three years. No, if he's good, it won't take him three years. If he's good, you should still be in the playoffs next year. Right. You know. So, and and then I mean, just the advantage of going through the draft is is just the financials. I mean, you may have yeah. given up all these draft picks. But I'm saving how much in cap versus going the veteran route. Exactly. Exactly. Then it, it, it really does all come down to uh quarterback. Um but I mean it's it's impressive what they accomplished this year. You look at the Giants and the Cowboys and the Eagles, I mean, they all had their issues and their lumps, but let's not like Washington had had theirs too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, st- we had the worst quarterback situation out of the four. Mm-hmm. So Andy Dalton is 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 not shouldn't be much worse than anybody we started, right? Right. You know, Carson Wentz shouldn't have been. Um, and then if we talk about the game specifically, which we haven't talked about the game much, I mean, it was a weird game. Like yeah. you know, it was it was weird. Uh, Doug Peterson was was like clearly not not trying to win, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. having said that, they could have very easily still won. Mm-hmm. They had four downs from the five yard line. Defense could have left somebody open, you know, it like they right. could have let Jalen Hurts run. They could have scored there. Um, they had opportunities. They could have not fumbled uh, Sudfeld. You know, just, uh, but it was a weird game. And my thoughts on the whole tanking thing are, we talk about it. You know, you talk about the Jets tank for Trevor or whatever, but that's more of a just like lose like like mm-hmm. like if you're gonna lose then lose like don't mm-hmm. actively try to lose but you're a bad team you're gonna lose so mm-hmm. as opposed to or it's not even the same as week 17 saying i mean you know i'm gonna these guys are a little banged up or i'm just gonna protect them you know they're not gonna play where younger guys are gonna play the game we're gonna protect these guys not like that in game to make the decisions that he made very very questionable yeah i see why he's getting the flag I'm not taking the win from Washington. If Jalen Hurts doesn't come out, I think I think Washington probably still wins. Like I'm. But, I, but my but, my thing is, if it's not on Sunday Night Football, are we really talking about it? Probably not. It's because everyone was watching. Exactly. But it was 
like the the not kicking the 52 yard field goal, taking the penalty and punting, the going for it on fourth and goal from the five, and then taking it hurts out. It was, I mean, I mean, for the fourth and goal from the five on its own would make sense in that situation. Yeah. When you combine it with with punting instead of kicking a 52 yard field goal to tie the game, that's I mean, so- <laughs> I mean, look at look at what Dallas did to us on Thanksgiving where they fake a field goal on the 20 or on their own 20, you know. So mm-hmm. it's like, I mean, with- yeah. Did they yeah. lose, you know, did they tank, you know? So I have a hard time with that. Um, so you don't think he was trying to lose the game? I, I really, I mean, I don't think he was trying to win. I'm not going to say he was trying to lose, but I, don't I think, think he was, he was yeah, trying I to agree. win. I, I think he was trying to not win. I mean, they had opportunities to win the game. But I mean, they did. Like That's said. what I'm saying. I'm not saying yeah. that Washington only won because of that. No, I don't I don't agree with that either. And Hurts was in all and and besides his legs, Hurts wasn't really cooking. No, I, I mean, mean in the like, second half they, you know, they, <laughs> I'm not I don't I'm not saying that they gave Washington the game. I'm saying Washington they made it a less competitive game. Washington yeah. still very easily yeah. could have I think probably would have won. Now, the one thing I will say, Tate, on the Washington side, is in that situation, I would have loved to seen them blow them out. Yeah, same. I would have loved to seen more than a six-point victory. Same. Hey, bro, I I said the same, but shoot, I was just taking it. I'm like, whatever, I don't care if we win 17-14. Let's just get to next week, Saturday night, 8-15. I want (laughs) to see some playoff football. (laughs) I want to see how these young guys respond, man. This is going to be cool. Yeah, you got Chase Young uh, <laughs> saying he wants Tom, and yeah, I love it. Everybody and says be, he'll probably he'll material. probably get, so what? Yeah, <laughs> I, he'll probably get Tom. I mean, Tom will probably get him too. But you know, it, it should be a battle, <laughs> bro. Their offensive line is not. I'm trying to tell people, man. They think, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, but I mean, it was it was uh, it was. It was a really nice way to put a bow on the season. They yeah. were one and five, and they had lost five straight. Four of them, thirty to to uh, by two possessions, and the and the other team scored thirty. And then they lost to the Giants, who were zero and five to, to a two point conversion. So they were one and five, and then they got to two and seven, and they finished strong. Five and two, finished five and two. And I tell you what, if Alex was healthy for Seattle and Carolina, or even if not even just as if Alex was healthy, if 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 someone other than Dwayne was starting, I think you may have won those games too. Mm -hmm. So it's exciting. It's exciting for the future. You know, the playoffs is kind of like a it's like a bonus this year. I'll I'll be honest, going to the playoffs, I, I have hope with low expectations. Just because you look around the playoff and 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 you see the teams and 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 you know how they made it and and how Washington you know made it and we all made it and that's all that matters but the teams are not quite on the same level if we're if we're being objective (laughs) but um but it's it's a good way to to kind of have evidence of improvement but it has to matter it has to matter next year one thing I will say is that going to the playoffs this year doesn't guarantee that next year they're going to be a better team right Mm -hmm. It, it has to they have to make it happen, and it will happen if they get a better if they get a quarterback. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. I agree, man. I really do. And agree. we'll be talking about that quarterback thing until, I mean, it's funny because you know they can agree to trades whenever after the season's over. Because Alex Smith, I think, was they agreed to the trade in like January or February. Mm-hmm. It wasn't mm-hmm. final till March, but I'm gonna just say until March, 
we're gonna be talking about it till till free agency or until the draft. So do you think do you think it's possible that they move up before the draft? I think it would only be to two. That's what I'm saying. And that I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Just because I think on the jet side of things, not that they won't trade back, but I think they'll have other offers. And I think those offers will be from two to, you know, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, whatever, mm-hmm. versus 19. So I feel like if they were to make a move, it'd be during the draft. Um, now, here's one thing I want to say. And, and I mean, we can, we can continue talking about, you know, this division championship team. What else is there to talk about? <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm happy for the fan base. I'm happy for the fan base. I'm happy that there's positivity. That was the one thing about losing, because I'll be the first one to say if they had lost last night, I wouldn't have taken it as hard as lots of people. You know, I would have seen the advantages of having lost and, and, you know, and the reasons why it would have happened. But it's nice to, as much as we engage with fans, Mm -hmm. for there to be positivity in the air and that that positivity is going to go through the offseason now. That's the thing that would have sucked about losing yesterday is that it would have gone into the offseason with negativity especially mm-hmm. considering they're playing a four 10 and one Eagles team with their backup quarterback, missing most of their players who got benched in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. And then to lose that game, it would have been just so much negativity. So it's nice going into the off season and knowing that the whole energy and vibe in the off season will be positivity. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's big, at least on a day-to-day basis. Um, and actually uh, kind of, I, 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 I we, we, de- I, DM Jason Wright kind of saying congrats. Mm-hmm. Oh, and um, you know, happy that the on-field product is improving and that's positive and you know, in tandem with what he's doing for the organization improving off the field. And he was, you know, he said, Yeah, it helps. <laughs> you know, the positivity of the fan base is, is what's real important. He said, you know, we'll we'll try to keep the positivity flowing, Tay. So 2021, yeah. we got to keep the positivity flowing for uh for Mr. President. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool that he had, that he responded. Right, so, right, yeah. Uh, was, uh, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was cool of him to, you know, reach back out and, and engage. And, and you know, I'm not going to say, well, while you're here, you want to come in our pot? You know, I'm <laughs> yeah. just leave that where it's at. I'm just trying to say right. congratulations. And right. and he said thank you to us for all we do. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, sure, thank you to you <laughs> for all you do, really. But uh, so that's big. I think that's yeah. big. And mm-hmm. that's where 2021 comes into play. So what I was going to say about quarterback in the draft, Tay, I've been thinking, and, and I really, and I think this could work out great for, for Washington because I'm, I'm very much on board with taking Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get into it now. We'll have plenty of time, maybe starting Sunday, you know, hopefully not, but maybe starting Sunday to talk about that. But I do think it's possible that, that one, either a team loves Mac Jones, especially if he has a big performance in the championship game, loves Mac mm-hmm. Jones more than Trey Lance, because he performed at the SEC level, because he's put way more on tape, because he's more prototypical in terms of NFL quarterback, and that he goes ahead of Trey, possibly. Mm-hmm. This is my kind of bold scenario, and that Trey does a bit of a Lamar-like slide because he's from the FCS, because he played one year, because you know he still has a lot of boom or bust potential. So that's where I could see Washington potentially maybe not having to move up or not having to move up as much like a Trey Lance if that's a guy that he loves and on the other side of that I think that he is a guy that they would like so in the draft that's 
that's where my eyes are now based on the draft right. position is right. is on Trey Lance. And in the in the veteran free agency world, it's probably just Matthew Stafford and Derek Carr. And there's mm-hmm. no guarantee either of them will be available. Mm-hmm. But we'll, we'll have so much time to dedicate episodes to like each of these players individually, <laughs> which is what I kind of so, have in mind. So what is Matt Stafford worth? Say that again. Is he worth the first or that's a, that's a good question. Two seconds. Ideally, ideally, I'm given like a second and a third. I think. Okay, so what if you do get that? What do you take quarterback? Say if Lance falls at 19, do you do you pick him still? If if that kind of puts you in a bind there, because I think they wouldn't be expecting that. And when that happens, I mean, I think no. I think once you, I think once you trade for Stafford, you're committing to win now. So I think then you're looking elsewhere on offense, probably. And then you just get a quarterback in later rounds. To yeah, you develop. get a quarterback in the later rounds, or you revisit it in like two years. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably what you would do if you went the Stafford. I think if you go with a certified, unquestioned starter before the draft, then in the draft, um, you're not looking that route until like fifth round, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think ideally you're not trading your first round pick. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know. Stafford would be so good. Stafford Stafford would be phenomenal. Stafford would be phenomenal. If he stayed healthy for a full year. And one thing I plan to do once the year is done, I don't I'm not gonna stop the film breakdown stuff because you know, even in the offseason it'd still be fun and it'll still, you know, draw people's attention to uh, our account and what we do. I'm gonna go look back at all 50 sacks that Washington allowed. Mm. All 50. Because I'm willing to bet. 20 of them were either on the quarterback directly mm-hmm. or were at least avoidable. And then that like 15 were just directly on the quarterback, mm-hmm. <laughs> like just strictly the quarterback mm-hmm. because the offensive line was not that bad this year. All right. 50 All sacks. Right. No, the quarterbacks were that bad. The offensive line was not that bad. Right. So I'm going to be looking, looking at that and then looking at other stuff. <clears throat> you know what I love about Stafford is especially Seems like every time you blitz him, he gets the ball out so quick. He just knows what's going on, man. Like, he just yeah. knows where to go. Yes. And if you're down by one possession with any amount of time left, <laughs> you're like, we're still in it. The game is not over. There could be two seconds left, and you say, the game is not over. We're still in this. So if Matt, if you did, and, like, I'm fine with that. I, I, I'm Like, my number one is, is a rookie, right? Like, that's both yeah, of ours, same. right, is a rookie. Yeah. I'm not, but if you get Matthew Stafford, I will acknowledge that I think that you get Matthew Stafford, hypothetically, you get Allen Robinson or Godwin, whatever, you know, a, another really good receiver, and you add like two more pieces, I think your Super Bowl window is open. Like, mm-hmm. seriously, like, I seriously think at that point, you're going toe to toe with the best of them. Oh, yeah. So, and I do think Matthew Stafford will be traded. It's just a matter of to where, because there's other teams that are going to want him. Mm-hmm. Dominoes are also going to fall. Maybe J- John Gruden wants Matthew Stafford, so he trades Derek Carr, and you end up with you know. It's just like it's going to be so. It's going to be a fun offseason day. Yeah, um, for sure. And and you know that'll start officially once the playoffs are over. So maybe we're getting ahead of ourselves. I don't know. We're excited. Yeah. Like it's exciting. Yeah, excited. I don't know. I mean, yeah. don't 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 hate on us. Don't kill us for yeah. being excited. Please it's don't. Fun to be excited, to, to have reason to smile after. Yeah. I think if they lose to the Bucks, we'll still be smiling. Tate, like, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's fun. And I'm glad that, you know, in our, 
our first year doing this that we are talking about this because uh uh it's just better for business and it's better for <laughs> when we do it like it's better on yeah. both ends man yeah so that's all i've got on our division champion washington football team super 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 proud because they're a young team that is trending upwards and can really i think be good for five to ten years if they nail the qb position and i'm super happy for ron rivera does he deserve coach of the year over kevin stefanski yes i'm trying to make sure i'm not being biased why do you say yes because the Browns, they barely, they limped in. I mean, they they struggled they, at the end. First time in the I mean, playoffs since 2002. In, but, yeah, we, we, yeah we, we, we were rolled in on but, a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess Stefanski. But Ron should at least get some some consideration because what he did, not only with the football team, but as an organization, how he tur- turned it around in one year for the most part, I think he, should, he deserves some credit for that. Yeah, no, I – I feel like it, I feel like either one is fine. Ron, with the offseason, with the cancer especially, and with the lack of talent on the team, yeah. and with the start of the team from one and five to two and seven, yeah. he is big, big, big. For Stefanski, it's that you took this team that has been bad for all these years and hasn't made the playoffs in 02, and now they're 11 and five in the playoffs. So right. it's like two different sides. They're being rewarded for different things. I think Stefanski will win it. Yeah, but the argument for Ron is is not weak at all. It's just no. as strong. Mm-hmm. So, especially so when what he, if I mean the when, cancer when did, dude? He had cancer. He was getting cancer treatments when, in between when you, games. When, when do you when do you know if when they when who gets coach of the year? Uh, they they do the whole award ceremony like the week before the Super Bowl. Okay, so what if? And what I think if, it's announced live at the ceremony. What if Cleveland loses first week in and the playoffs? So it's it's only a regular season award. Though. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. So it's only based on what they've done in the regular season. Okay. I don't know. I mean, Ron Rivera getting getting IVs and and cancer treatments, you know, in between game, uh, like you know, during the week, and then IVs in between games, and having to was it the which game was it? Was it the Ravens game? Or the Cowboys game where he was going and sitting down on the bench because he was just like drained. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. It, it might have to be Ron. I think so. The Fansky had a good team. They did what they should have done. Yeah. Ron had a not good team, and they did what they were not supposed to do. Yeah. And if they had gone nine and seven, it's no question to me. No. The only reason we're we're talking about it is because they're sub five hundred. Yeah, I agree. I ah, agree. man. Fun stuff, exciting times. Well, we we all know that comeback player of the year is definitely gonna be oh, Alex. Smith. Oh yeah, easily, easily. Yeah. What we're talking about Ben Roethlisberger. Come on, man. Defensive easily, rookie of the year. Easily Chase Young. Okay. And if it wasn't Chase Young, it should have been it should be Cameron Curl. Cameron Curl. Okay. <laughs> Jeremy Chin might might not been not be too bad, but let's Cameron <laughs> Curl, okay? So <laughs> uh yeah, it's definitely they're winning, they're winning those two for sure. Uh, yeah. I, but yeah, I think those are. I think I, I imagine it'll be virtual NFL honors. Oh, okay. I'm guessing, right? Probably. Yeah. But uh, probably. I'm pretty sure that that's like the week before the Super Bowl or something. Or so, it'll be real cool if Ron wins, though, man. I, I hope he wins. I hope he wins. He he yeah. does deserve it. He Brian he Flores is out now since the Dolphins didn't make the play. Like they, it was impressive what they did, but you don't have that cherry on top to right. seal it, right? Right. And like Ron's not. 
in the comp uh in in the contention if Washington doesn't win the division mm-hmm. make the playoffs even at seven nine. Well, we're gonna be back talking about doing a pregame, doing a game preview. Gosh, let me get my words together. We're gonna be back doing a game preview for the wild card playoff game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. That's gonna that's pretty cool, man. A home game. Yeah. <laughs> See, and that stuff plays a factor, man. I, I just really like <laughs> Being home, please. I mean, although you don't have a crowd, it's, I think it's some rain in the forecast. Some, you know, that still plays a factor. You know? Yeah. So it does, and uh, and apparently Tom Brady, who usually goes to bed around eight thirty, has not voted too well in the uh, primetime games. He's one in three, mm-hmm. five touchdowns, five interceptions, something like that. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's just a little sleepy during these games. Okay. All right. So we're all gonna right. see, man. We are going to find out. Uh. All right. Let's uh. Let's go ahead and uh. Let's get off of here, and we'll talk later in the week about the Bucks game. So, this is Todd. And this is Tay. Thank you for listening. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.